Hi everybody, this is Michael Hildebrand and I'm your host on the Sleep Trust Podcast, where I'm talking about how to gain back trust in your ability to have a superb sleep again. In this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast, we are going to talk about the hidden gems when it comes to sleeping superb in your hotel room. So last week we went through the jet lag and this week we're going to talk about what happens when you actually arrive and when you hit a hotel room or even a bedroom that's simply not yours. After coming from two episodes where it was quite important to keep your head together, last time it was the jet lag where it's much about your planning, planning your trip and times. And the one before was the insomnia matrix where it was even more important to keep focused on what we're doing, what you want to do, walk through when you download the insomnia matrix and assess your sleep patterns. This one is an easygoing one. It's an inspiring one. It's throwing out these gems and it's up to you to pick the ones that relate to you most and the ones that you want to implement in your next journey, the next time you hit a bedroom that is not your own and that will help you to really improve your sleep quality, sleep trust. To prevent myself from kicking out one gem after the other without any decent order, I decided to group them for us in a manner that suits us best, hopefully, and we're going to walk through these categories step by step by step. And the first step that we're going to take together is about our visual sensory factors, which is mainly about light. But the first thing that we want to check when it comes to the visual factors is does this hotel room look comfortable for us? Because if we don't feel comfortable and if things don't look comfortable to us, that's a thing that you might want to consider to not book. And you can get many photos or opinions on that if you just look into the internet. There are big platforms out there where you probably do your booking as I do. And um, it's uh, absolutely easy to check things like that in advance. So you want to do that. And then you want to take care that your room is actually dark because light has a big effect on our sleep. If it, as long as it's light in our rooms, we will have a hard time or our bodies will have a hard time to produce melatonin because it's hooked up to the, to the day-night cycle and it needs darkness to ramp up the production and melatonin is the sleep hormone. That's point number one. And the second point is as long as it's light or the other way around, as soon as it's dark, our visual sensory factors will not be distracted through pictures and that will help us to focus more on our insides and promote sleep that way. So these are the two main reasons why we want to have a dark room. And how will we take care or can we take care that we will actually sleep in a dark room? Um, the first thing is that you could check in advance, just give the hotel a little phone call and ask, are uh, your rooms dark? So are, am I able, when I sleep in your hotel room, to darken my room completely? Um, that's point number one. And if you don't want to do that, you can just take a sleep mask with yourself. So uh, you get these little masks, you, you put them over your eyes, and basically they block out the light. And that way you will have darkness wherever you are and uh, how uh, much light is still around you. And that's a good thing to, to do too. Um, 
if you're like me, I personally do not like to have stuff tied around my head. Uh, it just gives me this tightened feeling I don't really like. So um, I prefer, if it's not super dark in the room, to just pull a pillow a little bit over my head, over my eyes. That way it's uh, getting to darkness level that is good for me. And if that doesn't uh, do the job, I would also or have also on occasion used a t-shirt to just wrap that a little bit around my, my eyes. And that way uh, it got uh, darker too and I was able to sleep. Uh, another trick that I uh, recommend doing is to take a little bit of dark tape with you. And this is due to electronical devices that may be installed in your hotel room that you cannot simply shut off. So this may be an alarm clock, this may also be a TV or any other kind of device. Sometimes you even get little LEDs in the air conditioning to signal that it's on. And these little LEDs, if they are green or blue, can be really nasty when it comes to the light that they emit. So they can really lighten up your room and that can really be annoying. So uh, this dark tape, you just use it and stick a little bit of that dark tape over, it can be colored tape too, just stick a little bit of that over the LED and that way it's going to darken your room and when you leave the hotel room you can just pull it off. So um, the next step that we're going to take together is our auditive sensory factor. So we want to take care that we sleep or get to sleep in a quiet room. The first approach is going to be straightforward again. We're just going to look at reviews from that hotel that will tell us if the hotel is quiet. Uh, even better, just give the hotel a phone call and ask them. And what can happen then is that they will tell you that they're in the business of sleep and that their hotel rooms are, uh, of course, quiet. So then you want to ask a little bit more specific if there is an elevator near the room that you're about to book because it didn't book it yet. And uh, if there is a main street at the window side, if there's a pool at the window side, if there's a bar underneath or on top of your room. And that will get the staff to think about that and get you a room that is really quiet in regards to these things. Then in your hotel room, there could be other sources of noise that you might want to turn off. This could be the air conditioning. It could be a fan. Uh, it could be something else. So consider turning that off is, if possible. Uh, on the flip side, turning off the air conditioning can leave you with a hot room. You might not want to sleep in a hot room. And turning on the fan or even the air conditioning can create this white noise. This is a noise that is very relaxing uh, for many people and absorbs other kind of noise that comes from the outside. So it could have a positive effect too. Uh, for me personally, that's why I'm mentioning this here. I really hate the, the sound that air conditioning makes. So I tend to try to shut that off if it isn't too hot. Um, a thing that you can actively also do is to take earplugs with you. These are these little uh, foam, foam things that you push into your ears and they do a really decent job in kind of leveling down the noise that will uh, hit your ear. And the earplugs are kind of the approach that are similar to the eye masks when it comes to the visuals and blocking out the light. Another thing that you can do is to close your window 
and that way you will block noise coming from the outside. And the last tip for now is to turn your smartphone into flight mode and to turn off notifications. The next step that we're going to take together is that we want to feel cozy and safe in the hotel room. And um, this is a big one actually, because looking at this from an evolutionary perspective, changing the environment used to mean that there is potential danger out there. We don't know where we are, we don't know all the dangers, so our body, our unconscious is programmed to be a little bit more alert, to save us, to wake us up a little bit earlier, to be active and run away or fight the danger. So that's basically how it works. And we do not want to run away in our hotel room because now we're safe. We know that we're safe and we want to get into the feeling that we're safe. So there are a couple of things that we can do to kind of tell our unconscious that we're safe, which is to lock the door, to close the window. If you are a woman, it is proven, generally speaking, that if your partner lies on the side of the bed that is closer to the door, that that will give you a safer feeling than if you were lying the other way around. Uh, so these are little tricks that you can do to feel a little bit more safe in your hotel. The other thing is the coziness. You want to pick a hotel room that looks cozy. You want to pick one that has lovely colors, lovely walls, lovely furniture in there, lovely beds. And you can do so easily nowadays as these portals like booking.com and all those others have tons of pictures of the hotel rooms that you can have a look at before you book. Uh, a thing that I would also recommend is to take with you your pillow. That way you've got something that you know from home that will give you that cozy feeling, a uh, feeling of safety too. And the last thing that you could do to feel cozy is to, if you're somebody who wears a pajama actually, to pick your favorite pajama and take that with you uh, to the hotel room. So these are a couple of tips that will let you feel safe and cozy in your destination, in your hotel room, and therefore give you or set you up to have a superb sleep. Before we move on, and even worse, before I forget to tell you, there is a checklist that you can download that contains all the points that we went through today. So go to sleeptrust.eu, that's our website. You can download the checklist there for free and that way you are going to be prepared the next time that you're going to visit a hotel. Uh, and also consider to visit and follow us at Facebook and on Instagram. You will find us if you search for Sleep Trust. And that way you can not only see the great content that we publish there, but you can also comment on these posts. You can share your information, your wisdom with others and help others to improve their sleep. And you can get in touch with me. I'm always super happy to get your messages and your feedback. So please consider doing that too. Step number five, the last and one of the bigger ones to take is to stick to your routine. We as human beings are completely tied into our routine, our habits and everything around that. So if we change too much too quickly, that can lead to confusion and confusion can lead to bad sleep. Remember that this doesn't have to relate to you, but if it does, maybe you can pick up the one or other point and implement that into your next travel. 
So first thing you want to watch is that you keep and stick to your usual sleep schedule. If you get up at 7 a.m. at home, do it in the hotel. If you go to bed at 11 p.m., do this in the hotel too. Um, you also want to keep your meal schedule in line with what you would do at home. So eat to the same times if possible. A uh, thing that I find many people to do if they're on business trips is to kind of get along with that confusion drinking alcohol. So do not maybe think about not going to the bar and drinking a couple of drinks to fall asleep because you might fall asleep faster, but your sleep will not be that good. And other things that you can do is to listen to familiar podcasts or music that you would do at home before uh, you go to bed. And just when you're lying in bed, replay your day, kind of do the perfect day exercise, walking through the events of the day that you experienced and turning those little events or imagining how they would have been if it would have went perfect. So let's say somebody was unfriendly, you just turned that situation into a positive one, how you would really have loved that situation to be. And by the end, you by the by the time you end that exercise, you're probably going to be uh, asleep already. If you look at all of these tips, I'm sure there's the one or the other gem that will be helpful for you in future. Don't forget to download the checklist. And if you have any things that you find to be valuable that I did not mention today, feel free to drop that into the comments of this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast on Facebook. With that, let's wrap up this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast. The most basic things that you want to take care of is that your hotel room is dark and quiet at bedtime and that it smells familiar or at least fresh. You also want to feel comfortable and safe in your hotel room. So maybe think about taking a pillow or something else with you. The last thing you want to stick to is your daily routine. That way you will prevent getting confused and lay a solid foundation for superb sleep in your hotel room. And that's it for this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast. I hope you enjoyed yourself and that you tune in next week where we are going to talk about specifically what you as a millennial can do to return back to superb sleep. Until then, have a superb sleep. Hey there, and thanks for listening to the Sleep Trust Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you want to get further information on this podcast or material that will help you to gain back your sleep trust, please check out sleeptrust.eu. That's sleeptrust.eu, where you will get lots of information around sleep. And here comes some legal stuff. Everything on this podcast is my opinion only, so do not take it as an advice, as I am not a doctor, nor have I considered your personal situation. If you feel that you need medical advice, please consider getting an appointment at your doctor of trust. If you want to give me any kind of feedback on this podcast, feel free to email me at podcast at sleeptrust.eu. I hope you tune in again next week, and until then, have a good sleep.